0: Parlays, player props, and predictions. The four Ps are back for week four in the NFL. Today, we're going to talk about five player props that I love this Sunday and that you should consider betting on, and then we'll talk about a Moneyline Parlay and wrap it up with the first touchdown score in the Chiefs versus Buccaneers Sunday night football game. My name is Austin for Calling Our Shot. I appreciate you coming out to this video. We are on a change of scenery. We'll be back in the normal place for future videos, but the last time you saw me for Thursday night football, we had a great night. We cashed our Tremar Chase prop. We cashed a Joe Mixon first touchdown score prop at plus 600. We even cashed the Bengals minus three and a half spread if you're curious what my favorite spread picks are go check out this thumbnail this video you can go check that one out it'll be pinned at the end of this video in the comment section down below we were 15 and 5 on spreads this season that's a 75% clip go check out that video after this one but I don't want to waste any more of your time if you're new hit that subscribe button you want to click that like button too I would appreciate it and if you want to ever sign up for new sports books get exclusive risk-free bets deposit matches you name it all that stuff is down below in the description go check it out you can read that after the video let's talk about my favorite player prop one of my favorites this weekend we're going of that Sunday night game, I'm taking Clyde Edwards Alaire and I'm taking it's under 57 and a half rushing plus receiving yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. Now, the best line you could actually get is on underdog fantasy at the moment. It's 61 and a half. But if you want to sign up for underdog, you can use our code down below in the description for a hundred percent deposit match. But I'm gonna take this 57 and a half. it goes down to 56 and a half, I'm cool with that. If you're like, which one should I take? I don't have rushing plus receiving, I probably lean towards this under in rushing yards, but you'll understand why. Now, CEH honestly started off pretty good. If you have them on your fantasy teams, you Haven't been too maddy. Last week, only 39 rushing plus receiving yards. But weeks one and two, 118 and 74. But last week, he had seven carries for a big zero yards. Is that bad? Well not good and so you could go with rushing that's kind of why i lean rushing over his receiving yards but there's two things that we got to talk about number one the buccaneers defense very good one of the best defenses in the league and it's been showing that and proving that over the first three weeks of the season and you look at the three weeks they've only allowed one running back to hit this over and that was actually mark ingram he did nothing in the air had all rushing yards 58 to be exact just barely going over this but they faced aaron jones they faced aj Dillon, ezekiel elliott tony pollard all capable running backs hitting this over all went far under, and they've allowed the 5th fewest rushing yards this season, and no running back has more than 14 receiving yards versus Tampa Bay. You look at Levante David, Devin White. Those guys are coming to be flying out of the backfield to go tackle CEH as they're going to be the ones guarding him. So I don't see CEH making the miss. I don't see him getting a ton of receiving yards. It's reasonable that you look at his receiving yards line. It's like 19 and a half. He's easily soared over that in all three games. I don't think he soars over that tonight on Sunday Night Football. So I really like that under. And then number two, CEH isn't playing a lot of snaps through three weeks, 36 42 and 45 percent of the snaps so far this season so he's not on the field a bunch you look at last in 2020 only had 37 rushing yards and two receiving yards first the bucks in the super bowl he did hit the over but there's no tyree kill to worry about for this buccaneers defense i think they clamp him up so taking ceh clyde edwards Alaire, under 57 and a half rushing plus receiving as my fit as one of my favorite props of the weekend let's move into another one we'll stick into that same game or not the same game but same division Going Austin Eckler to score a touchdown. Anytime touchdown score, it's minus 115 on DraftKings. And dear Austin Eckler, fantasy owners, say on Sunday is your day he's getting into the end zone he's gonna have a good day and you look at last year Eckler scored 20 touchdowns Well, this year is as many as you and I a big zero to his name and I think he gets into the end zone this week now this just feels like the week that he gets in and it wouldn't surprise me if he's the first touchdown scorer which is plus 550 kind of the same analysis for Joe Mixon to score a touchdown and be the first touchdown scorer on Thursday Night Football this is a guy that's obviously has a lot of attempts to get into the end zone and he just hasn't been able to do it last year the Chargers played the Texans Eckler was actually inactive for that game but his backup Justin Jackson two touchdowns in that game and so far this season texans have allowed three tds to running backs this season including two last week to khalil herbert you look at last season the texans gave up 18 touchdowns to running backs the second most in the nfl eckler has a touchdown in 13 of his last 19 games dating back to last season that includes all three games this year where he does not have a touchdown to his name additional note i don't see herbert you know rushing one in maybe qb sneaking he's still kind of injured so i don't think herbert's gonna vulture a touchdown from us I think Eckler finds his way into the end zone. We're getting minus 115 on draftings. Sign me up. Sign me up. I love Austin Eckler this weekend. Let's move on to a different game for my third prop. Because I'll be taking Cortland Sutton. Over 65 and a half receiving yards. Minus 115 on points bet. Now, I'd probably play this up to about 69 and a half. But so far this season, you know, you've seen Sutton crush this line in all three games. 72, 122, and 97 receiving yards. And they've all been against decent defenses. Now, the Raiders not what I classify as a decent defense. One of my spread picks is in this game, so definitely go check out that video after this one. But look, Raiders have allowed the seventh most passing yards this season. Sutton's reception line sitting at four and a half, and it's juiced on the over, about minus 160, probably even worse on the over right now. And so far, since 2019, Sutton has in four, when games said he has four or more receptions, hit the over in 65% of those games. He's had 23 such career games. And look, he only has four receptions, would still cash the under, which is plus money on a lot of books. So I think he's gonna do, I mean, Sutton's numbers and. Targets are insane. 7, 11, and 10 targets so far through the first three weeks. He has 371 air yards, second most in the NFL, and he's 6th in deep targets, third most in the NFL. His last four versus the Raiders been up and down, up and down, up and down. 33, 94, 52, and 120 receiving yards versus the Raiders. I think... Cortland Sutton gets it done on Sunday. I really like him firing him up in your lineups, but give me his over 65 and a half receiving yards. Now, this next prop is going to be a spicy one, and some people probably won't like this one. Taking DJ Moore over 49 and a half receiving yards, minus 110 on betting GM. Now, this is the ultimate get-right game for DJ Moore because if you've seen the viral clip of him talking to the media about Baker Mayfield, the wide receivers, and quarterbacks not being on the same page, Didn't put a lot of blame on Baker Mayfield, but he basically was kind of saying, hinting at, yo, I'm open. Just give me the ball. And I bet you they get him the ball because Baker Mayfield's really struggled in this Panthers offense has been very inefficient and it's led to DJ Moore going under in all three games. Yet they're still setting his line at 49 and a half. What do they know? I mean, so far, two 43 and 43 receiving yards this season. The two was last week well oh, he can't get any worse than that right like I mean one or zero yards would be worse so he's got to go up but the Cardinals allowed the third most passing yards this season the Cardinals also have allowed seven wide receivers slash tight ends pass catchers to have 50 or more receiving yards versus them and they've had two plus in every single game this season Christian McCaffrey their star running back will he play on Sunday I don't know but even if he does play obviously he's going to be a little bit limited. He obviously missed a couple practices this week limited with that quad uh, injury. So even if he does get out there, he's not playing a full complement of snaps and we see DJ Moore kind of take over some of those pass catching uh, you know re- responsibilities that Christian McCaffrey has. Panthers, come on. Got no playmakers. They need DJ Moore to go out there. A guy that's had 1,100 or more yards in three straight seasons. It's He's got to get going, and I think he gets going on Sunday. Give me DJ Moore over 49.5 receiving yards. And my final player prop It's a very popular one. It's going to get juiced. Curtis Samuel. We're taking his over 4.5 receptions. It was minus 115 on DraftKings. Probably isn't that anymore, but I'd still take it at 4.5. I would not probably take it at 5.5 unless it's good plus value. Let's talk about Samuel. So far, eight. 7 and 7 receptions on 11, 9, and 10 targets. So he's been crushing it. And, you know, the card, the commanders are finding ways to get the ball out of Wentz's and into Samuels before Wentz gets sacked or throws it to an interception. And you've seen his average depth of target, Samuel, that is. 3.5 yards. Look, that's terrible. That's very low. But that's great for our receptions line because we don't need him going out and getting, you know, 40-yard catches left to right. We just need, you know, it could be one yard. It could be negative yards. It doesn't matter as long as it's a reception. And the Cowboys secondary has been reluctant to get beat deep. They're playing really soft coverage. And we saw Sterling Shepard at 5 receptions last week before he obviously got injured in one of those final plays. And we saw T and Jamar, Hig, uh, Jamar Chase obviously both have five or more receptions yet going under 71 yards in their week two matchup. And I just look at the commanders. You don't want to see one sitting back there, see Michael Parsons just feasting and sacking him left and right. You don't want that. And you look at it. We've seen running backs combined for four or more receptions in all three games for the Cowboys this season. And while Curtis Samuel is not a running back, it's going to be basically used out of as one out of the backfield, throwing screens to him. And so I think Curtis Samuel certainly gets a I'm taking this over four and a half receptions now Here's a recap because I love all of you. Here's our five favorite props. I just talked about if you want to take a screenshot Maybe you want to go to your book after this here. I'll give you a smile There you go. There's your screenshot. Now, there's a couple other liens I did consider. Now, I'll put them up on the screen. These are just liens. I don't really want to force a lot of props. We're only in week four. We obviously struggled out of the gates. I mean, not terrible, but, you know, it's kind of hard still with not a lot of data on these defenses and offenses. So, here's a couple liens. You can do whatever you want with them. You'll see exactly. You'll probably see why I like them. Now, let's move on to a Moneyline Parlay time. That's what you guys came for. And last week, we were so close. We had three teams win. Titans, Broncos, Vikings, and the Patriots lost. It was plus 1255. They couldn't get it done. This week, we're going a little bit more conservative, but I'm going Chargers, Giants, Bills, and Cardinals. Now, only sprinkle on this is plus 633. The Chargers need a bounce back against the Texans. They obviously got spanked by the Jaguars last week think they bounce back versus Houston now the Giants versus Bears is a sketchy one the Giants don't have a lot of receivers to their name but I don't trust the Bears offense they barely can do anything hopefully they let Justin Fields finally throw it but I don't trust him a whole lot now the Bills versus Ravens that's gonna be one of the best games on the slate one that I'll be heavily watching but I think the Bills are the better team in that matchup and I think they get it done I don't see them losing too straight maybe it's a close game maybe they don't cover maybe it's a one or two ball three maybe point ball game I don't know what the spread's gonna move to by kickoff and then the Cardinals versus the Panthers I know this is a little bit of an upset here, but Panthers. I don't know what they're doing. I hope DJ Moore gets it done. But their offense I don't think is capable of winning two straight games. I think the Cardinals get a bounce back and I think they win that one after they lost. And you know the Cardinals are great on the road. So that's the Moneyline Parlay. Plus 633. Only sprinkle on it. It's a Moneyline Parlay. Super hard to predict in the NFL these days. But I do like all of those teams. Now let's talk about what you guys came for. The first touchdown score. It's Sunday Night Football. We're all ready to go to bed. But we're staying up to watch this game and we want a first touchdown score. Now the last time I took a first touchdown score. Joe Mixon, he was plus 600, and he got it done. This week, we're going for more value, we're going plus 2,200. We're going to a tight end, and it's not Travis Kelsey, because I'm taking Cameron Brate to score the first touchdown, plus 2,200 on DraftKings. Now, this could have better odds in different books. doesn't really matter to me. Maybe it goes down, but I do think Cameron Brate has a good chance. Now, let's talk about it. Obviously, the value, he's probably not going to get it, but maybe if he does, we're going to go crazy on Twitter. Make sure you follow us. But you look at last week, Jelani Woods at the Colts, two touchdowns versus Kansas City. You also saw Brate play 89% of the snaps last year. Or last week which is awesome you also see look at the Super Bowl the last time these Chiefs and Bucks played Gronkowski had two touchdowns in that game had the first touchdown as well so I just think Cameron Brait playing a lot of snaps gonna get a good chance I don't see them wanting to let Mike Evans maybe Fournette gets it but Cameron Brait I could see him sneaking one in maybe it's you know, maybe it's like first and goal on the one and instead of running it they roll out with Tom Brady and there's Cameron Brait sitting there in the end zone catches it plus 2200 cash that would be electric. But those are our plays of the day. We love you guys. Thank you guys all for supporting the channel. We're almost at 40,000 subscribers. Thank you guys all so much for the love and support. I'm Austin and I'm signing out. I'll see you guys back in in the same normal place, same filming place. We'll see you guys then.